is Bradley doing over the holidays? What? He's getting a license for something, and I need to know what it is. This involves food. It involves you living in the woods, yeah. just in a mar- making in a food mushroom. in a cottage. In a giant mushroom cottage. You told me today that you have received a license for something, and I'm like, what is that? Yeah, so over the holiday break, I got my 2024 Minnesota Cottage Food License. Hold on. Cottage (laughs) Food License. Do you make cottage cheese? Yes. You no. do? No. Cottage... I don't know what this is. Okay. So when you and you said you didn't know what it was, and I was like, okay, let's just talk about it on the air because <laughs> yeah. I. It's not that I have a ton to say about it, other than so. If you want to, you do have a ton to say because we need to. Ha- we have no, 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 no. We'll we'll have a break's worth. Don't worry. I'm just saying there's not a, a lot in the way of details, other than to say, I. Uh, got the license because in Minnesota, if you want to sell anything that you make, like food items, for example, uh-huh. particularly, you need to have what's called a Minnesota cottage food license. In Minnesota, they have what are called cottage food laws, which allow you, if you're not like an actual restaurant or a food producer, mm-hmm. like a, you know, like you don't have a business where you make food, because then you have all sorts of or other a laws. business if you're doing bees. What? <laughs> Where did you just pull that out of? My brain. Okay. Yeah. That's a, a fascinating place. Anyway, you're in a cottage. You're I making bread. I don't understand. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> business. Um, so if you don't, if you're not a regular business, right, you don't have a business because then you'd have to go through all sorts of like, you know, state food regulations, oh, business okay. regulations, like, all, like all requirements, mm-hmm. gobbledygook, red tape. But if you're just a person, and you want to, I don't know, make a loaf of sourdough bread. And sell it. Well, and get your money's worth for yeah. it instead of giving it away. Then you have to have what's called a cottage food producer registration. And so I thought, well, I'm going to check in on this and see what's required of me to do this. And it's actually not as hard as that. You have to take a test and read some stuff. See, a license means you had to study Well, for something. I, luckily, it's an, it wasn't a hard not course. Not like a medical license. Yeah. It was less than <laughs> No, this school. was, I did not have to go to medical what school. What was the test? Where did you take it? You take it, it's all online. Number and two it, pencil, okay. Yeah, not a number two pencil. Okay. You just need a mouse. Not okay. an actual mouse. <gasps> oh. <laughs> you just need a computer mouse. Okay. So I passed the test, and the cool thing is, if you're not planning on making a lot of money, hi, that's me. Less than $600. No, it's like less than uh, 7000 something. If you're le- making less than $7,000-ish a year from your food sales, yeah. you don't need to pay for the license. It's free. Uh, but you do have to pay taxes. No. No? No. Okay. You just sell it. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming you have to pay tax. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, you uh-huh. pay taxes anytime you sell anything. But uh-huh. I'm saying there's no special fee to get your ah, license. I see. Okay. To be a cottage food producer. And you're going to be able to say, I mill my own flour, right? <laughs> yeah. That's one of the big perks of you. I just want to let you know from a business standpoint. That's a perk. Okay. Yeah. I milled my own flour. I mean, flour. people don't really know yeah. how great that is. I know. It's kind of nerdy for sure. But anyway, so I, I, like I was looking at it online and you know how you do. You end up jump. You're like, well, I could do this. I mean, I don't have to pay anything. This was during the holidays? No, this was actually before the holiday. Okay, but I was going to say, you really did have some spare time. No, no, no. This, um, the re, so I actually did it toward the end of last year just to do it. 
and see what the process was like. And then for 2024, you have to re-register. So I did that. And that's mm. what came in the mail. So I have this thing sitting on my desk at home mm-hmm. that says cottage food producer. <laughs> and now I'm like looking at it going, okay, so I should probably produce some food. Yeah, for sure. Are you going to have like, you know how like Girl Scout cookies has a sheet <laughs> yes. that you bring to work yeah. and people will no, mark No, that's off? a good idea though. I haven't really yeah. even thought about it, like how I want to do it. I just wanted to be able to use that as an opportunity to motivate myself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, do it. Yeah. So here's something that'll solidify it. It'll put it on paper. This is a great idea. I'm sure I'll get overwhelmed and probably just stare at the thing a lot longer than actually using it. But, but at least you took a step and you did something. I did, yeah. Yes, good job. So now coming to a... I do I have to pay for bread? Farmer's market. Yes, of course. No, you don't have okay. to. Although you did get, get out. You got, your fr- you got your complimentary loaf already. Yeah. Everybody gets a complimentary loaf. <laughs> drugs <laughs> the first one's free the well it worked on mike free. he yeah. went out and bought his own like he's making it in his basement he's doing it it's I'm basically i am a drug reward. dealer so i've got him making you know hooch in his basement yeah it's a pyramid scheme that you've created yeah. let's just be honest but where is my cut do i get a cut of what mike sells you should that's how it works yeah. okay okay he's gonna give so you mike a cut. if you do the cottage food producer and you sell your sourdough yep. i get a percentage get a little percentage and of i'm that. an official taster Don's just eating i'm gonna that's eat all it. done i said that to you yesterday because we talked about this yesterday um but i said don't tell me anything because i don't know what yeah, yeah, the hell yeah, you're but, talking about <laughs> you, i said yeah because don watched a documentary what you don't may not remember on blue zones do you remember that i do and in the blue zones documentary she learned about the power of sourdough and how like healthy it can be or i don't want to oversell it because i think people get hung up sometimes on it's like a miracle food but it is Mm -hmm. it's good for you let's just put it that way it's a wholesome food item it is. And you came in and you were like, I'm going to do, I'm reaching, I got to have zones. this sourdough. I got to do all this stuff. I didn't remember. I, I know there was something from Sardinia. That's all I remember. And now she's just like, I'm just going to eat it. I'm going to go buy it. So that's good for correct. me because not everybody's going to want to make their own. Yeah. I I'll can't... give you a discount. I'll give you a friends and family discount. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Which is zero. Which is zero dollars. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I really, um, the reason why. I really am interested in the science of making sourdough. Yeah. It seems very cool to me. Yeah, but it's I cannot have loaves of bread in my house all the time because you don't. I'm Turns like a out child you, you who won't. loves bread. We in my family we eat two loaves of bread a week, uh, and I know for people so who you don't, eat a loaf a week, yeah, yourself. Yeah, but if you think about, I know for a lot of people they're going to think that's a lot because we're so like weirdly. We've been like turned off of bread as a culture. Oh yeah, it's like it's really kind yeah, of it's ridiculous, problematic. If you think about it, like all the weird stuff people do allow them to eat on a regular basis, oh, sure. and yet this food item, which has been around since before we were like living in houses, um, you know, it just seems a little weird to me that we're demonizing this like really normal thing. But I get it. Like some people don't want to eat a lot of bread. That's fine. Everybody can do what they want. I just think it's it's good for you. It's made at home with real ingredients. I mean, and listen, he sounds like a cottage food licensed person. I'm in my little mushroom making loaves of bread. Why do they call it a cottage food license? Because it's small. It's I think cute. they're giving you the uh, I actually don't know the reason, but I bet that it if I were guessing, I would imagine it has something to do with. You know, it's in the home because you don't have to have like 
an actual business space. In fact, if you have a business, you can't have a cottage food license. (gasps) Oh, so if you have your own, just like you produce honey for your business. (laughs) Seriously, you need to do something with that. (laughs) Well, there is a guy on my mom's property who has 30 beehives. He he mows our fields. He does. All right. Yeah. But maybe my mom can just go out there and take some that she wants. With the comb. I do love homemade honey. I do, too. Yeah. All right. Well, I will keep you up to uh, up to date. I will let you know when my um, cottage food license actually turns into me doing something about it. Because you are you anything? worried? Let me just ask really quick, and maybe we can continue this tomorrow. Are you worried that it will become overwhelming? The demand no. will be so high oh, yeah. that you can't keep wouldn't up with that it. Be, wouldn't that be a horrible thing to deal with? Well, we'll I'm just saying. We'll cross that bridge. Are you going to charge? That loaf of bread what, when we come to How much are you going to charge for a loaf? $13? I think you that's know, a good price. I did actually think 13 sounds like a f- fabulously random number. Uh, and sure. It came to my, my head. Like I like that. Premonition. You, yeah, okay. $13 it is. However, what I would probably do is look at the cost of the materials. And then the cost of my labor. <laughs> and then based on that, determine the price of my loaf of bread. So I'll get back to you. How about okay. that? <laughs> 13 seems fair. And uh, I'll let you know the name of my business <laughs> when we get there. When we come back, though, we are going to take the conversation from bread to something a little darker, actually, Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell people... Well. When we come back, Dawn is going to tell us all about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. You may remember that name. You may not. If you listened to this show back in the day, you may remember a documentary about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. We're going to talk about why she's in headlines again when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. So, like me, you probably have... A lot of monthly subscriptions and those subscriptions can be things like Netflix or I don't know, maybe you do some sort of like exercise membership. There are a lot of reasons we pay monthly for different things, but rarely do we pay monthly for something good in the world. And that's what I want you to think about. Thanks to my friends at Alight. They're offering what's called subscriptions for good. Basically, monthly donations that go to support the work Alight is doing around the world. 365 days a year, they spread out across the globe to help those who are displaced by war, conflict, and famine. And as a uh, as a person who donates to Alight, and if you participate in a subscription for good, you'll be supporting that work. Head to wearealight.org today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Oh, gosh, guys. When I was home, um, which I am originally from Missouri, Missouri. People don't say Missouri, do they? They don't. Only politicians say that to yeah. try to be like one of the people. Well, and everybody outside of Missouri because they think they're being local. Yeah, like when not. people used to say Frisco. <laughs> Or San Francisco. It's like <laughs> right. nobody says Frisco in Frisco. Exactly right. Yes. Well, um, over the holiday, everywhere I went, if if I was in a store, if I was at a restaurant, my own family members visiting around, um, everybody was opening their phones and announcing to their friends and family and me, Gypsy Rose is out of prison. Mm. Gypsy Rose Blanchard was or is a woman who was sent to prison for conspiring with another person to kill her mother. Basically her lover. That's correct, that she met online. I have some audio here just to catch you up. If you don't remember this story, um, this happened in 2015, and um, it was pretty shocking. She's from Springfield, Missouri. I had interactions with her because of some um, Children's Miracle Network stuff that I was doing, her and her mother. But here's the long and short of it. The prosecutor has filed charges this morning for first-degree murder. This is a tragic, tragic event surrounded by mystery and public deception. Gypsy can walk without assistance or a wheelchair. Uh, and she can do that very well. This individual is alleged to have conspired with Nicholas John to stab her mother to death so that they could be together. The penalty is life imprisonment or death. Seeing Gypsy Blanchard walk on her own two feet in a Wisconsin courtroom was a shock to friends and neighbors. To see her walk was really upsetting. Obviously, if that's a lie, then who knows what all was a lie. We really don't know the true background of this family as we have unearthed the appearance of a long financial fraud scheme. The family got medical airlifts, Disney travel, and free housing over the years because of Gypsy's supposed disabilities. It was a facade that translated online. Donations pouring in for Gypsy's reported muscular dystrophy and leukemia. We have not confirmed the age of Gypsy it appears that there is several data births that have been used over a period of time. Ms. Blanchard is charged with murder in the first degree. Okay, so there was a movie on Hulu called The Act. Uh, Patricia Arquette won a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress and an Emmy for her role as Gypsy's mother. And it was fascinating because um, she was just released from prison and she served nine years. So it was fascinating because you learned that she was from a young age. Her mother essentially had Munchausen syndrome, Munchausen by proxy syndrome, which is pretending that your children are sick to get attention. That's 
well, the diagnosis. On a level that was unheard. I mean, truly, this was like, I don't know the right word to use, but like so dramatic and so bizarre on a level that it just was hard to fathom at the time when the story originally broke. But then. And even before this Hulu movie, which I don't remember when that came out, but the documentary that came out in 2017. And in fact, that's we talked a lot about it on the station because I know Colleen and I at the time were watching it. And that's where you I remember you telling us that you had met these people Mm -hmm. because of your connections. Uh, Was it with the radio station? Yes. Yeah, we would do radiothons and raise money. You kind of just like mentioned that, but we have to go back to that because I think people would find that utterly fascinating that you actually had experience with these two. So if you don't, if you don't know the story, it's hard to understand the surprise and shock that this entire community had when they learned that these people that they were so familiar with Mm -hmm. having this tragic story, right? Like this poor girl who's got all of these issues and they've been trying for years to take care of, you know, and everybody was bending over backwards to help, you know, this family to then find out that it was a complete fraud. That was a huge shock at the time, right? It was a huge shock, especially since, um, you know, you learn that she was manipulated and, and basically taught to lie by her mother. That's why she only served nine years in prison for first degree murder, because the judge and the jury determined that at the age of 10, she was manipulated and, and, you know, her mother was abusing her and and causing her to be, and they could have sent them away or they could have executed them had they been found guilty. But the prosecution decided like, we're not going to do that. We're just going to do life in prison. And that's ultimately what they got. But because of the extenuating circumstances, she ended up getting out a lot sooner. And a mm-hmm. lot of people have been, you know, if not fine with it, at least yeah, not making an issue out of it because of this severe abuse that she dealt with at the hands of her mother. But that said, that murder was still incredibly violent and he's yes. still in jail. Yes. The yes. guy that actually killed her. That's that's mom. correct. If you want to know more about this, there are the uh, the prison confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard or Blanchard uh, will be on E.T. Um, no, I'm sorry. It'll be on Lifetime. There's a three part docuseries starting Friday. Um, I'd say go back and watch if you haven't Mommy Dead and Dearest on on yes. a, on Max, because that that's what got me uh interested in that story because it was one of those stories where there's not an easy answer it's not black and white it's a lot of layers and twisted and bizarre i mean she was put on feeding tubes she would shave her head she was made to be in a wheelchair all the time it was terrifying you know they went on trips to disney i mean it she was always anytime we did anything for the charity children's miracle network um you know, we would have interviews planned in advance. We would have families come into the radio station, record their parts so that during our ask for money throughout the week, we could just play those interviews yeah. that were very heartfelt. Gypsy and well, her mother, Dee Dee, would bring Gypsy to the live events asking to be on the radio all the time. And we're like. It was just sort of like here they come. Yeah. And I hate to say that because at the time. Well, no, but, but it was it, just clearly. Sort of, <laughs> It wasn't an altruistic thing. And the organization itself had some, I don't know the details about that, and I wouldn't want to speak on their behalf, but we could, we felt like there was some issues that they weren't sure about. Yeah. 
So, um, terrifying anyway. story. But also, people fascinated by the fact that she's now out and about. Not able to be in Missouri, though. No. We didn't have time to talk about that. But perhaps we will in the days and weeks to come. When we come back, though, Dawn is going to interpret your dreams. You got a dream you want Dawn to interpret? Listen up on the next segment, and she'll tell you exactly how you can submit your dream. We'll be right back. year choose you it's don mcclain from livia weight control centers uh, if you've tried basically a new approach to losing weight every year make this the year that you join livia because they know the right way to do it these are personalized one-on-one uh programs that approach to help you not only lose weight but then you're going to have more self-confidence uh, it guides you to a healthier and happier version of yourself we all want that right so if you join Livia today, you're going to get your first months free, first three months free when you mention me. I'm doing this because I did the program. I believe in Livia uh, because they helped me lose weight when I first moved to Minnesota. I, you know, was lonely and ate my feelings. So <laughs> they helped me lose almost 30 pounds, and that's the amount of weight I wanted to lose. It was a personalized program. They will do it for you as well. Three months free when you mention me and call today, 855 Go Livia or Livia.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. What are you dreaming about? You can call us. Actually... I'm going to read, Bradley's going to read some dreams. Um, we're not doing live calls right now. I don't know why I said that. You can email me. I was like, maybe she, you I'm, guys did I'm something gonna, while I was gone. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Um, so let's kick off the Dream Weaver, Weaver segment. You got me to I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. Dawn likes to interpret dreams. She has this space to interpret yours. We'll tell you how you can submit your dream in a few moments. But first, let's start with a dream from listener Julie. Are you ready, Dawn? Yes. Julie sent the following by email for a psychic connection. <laughs> Dear Dawn, I was looking around a house that my husband and I had bought last year but forgot about. My two kids' uh, dog were inside. My two chi- I'm sorry. My two childhood dogs were inside, and I wondered who was taking care of them. 
There was a girl there who was living in a narrow apartment in the basement, and a family of five kids were running around. In the back of a narrow room was an emaciated man laying on the carpet, covered, I laugh because dreams are weird, covered with dirt and bugs were crawling on him. Ooh. I turned around to leave the room and met a man in the hallway who looked exactly like him, but only he wasn't emaciated. It was disturbing. What? I get it, Julie. Julie, what are you writing for David Lynch? My gosh, this is uh, really kind of a cool dream. So <laughs> cool. it is cool just because I can really see the imagery that she did it in a nice she painted a vivid way. picture. She sure did. OK, so we start out with a house that you forgot that you bought. Uh, which is not going to happen in normal life. In a dream world, though, a house is your frame of mind. So first, let's start with your husband. He represents your subconscious mind because every other person in your dream is a part of you. The dream is always about the dreamer. So you are dreaming about basically about your subconscious mind is with you along this ride. So um, you, you are going back to an a frame of mind that you even forgot that you used to think this way. So something happened in your day where you remembered an old frame of mind you were in and some old habits that you used to have because you're dreaming about your childhood dogs. So those are habits from the past. Okay. I'm thinking there was an event that triggered all of this that made you go back to a certain time in your life where you use little tricks to mentally get yourself out of things. Uh, then we go to a basement, which is, um, and there's a girl. So this girl is an unfamiliar part of yourself, Julie. And you also are, the basement means that this was a time where you're having non-productive thoughts. They're not really elevated thoughts. It's like when you're down in the muck and you're maybe thinking negatively. Okay. And then you encounter um, Creepy man. a guy like two guys but are they're the same guy really so it's like a doppelganger one is seemingly dead and the other one is alive so when you dream of death it represents change and you're sort of afraid of all of this and confused so here you are at a time in your life where you had some non-productive thoughts you went into an old frame of mind and used some old habits to sort of get out of that but also, you're afraid of change. You realize and can observe that there's something that's changing in your life, and you're afraid of it. But then you can also see the other part that is the person within you that is not afraid of change. So there is a way out of this. It just involves a little hard work and digging a little bit deeper. Mm, okay, all that for a creepy man covered in bugs. That's just the change that you're fearing. Yeah. Yeah. But again, in the house, that's all... Your the house again is your subconscious. Uh, it's a frame, frame of, of mind. mind. It's frame a of frame mind. of mind that you're in that you didn't <clears throat> realize. It's not your normal house. It's a house that you forgot that you purchased. Yeah. Like, oh, I can mentally get through this. You know? Yeah, absolutely. All right. From Julie. <laughs> this is a lot. This is a lot. You want me to read all this? Um. Well. So Leanne sent us an email. I'll work fast. Why don't you just go through the first part? Okay. Before the roller coaster. Leanne wrote a book uh, and she says the following. Dear Dawn, I was college age again and staying in a dorm hall in another country, getting ready to go out with other girls from the dorm. They didn't seem like me and were playing pranks on me while I got ready. When I came out of my dorm room, there was chaos everywhere. 
People were injured, running around screaming. Parts of the building were damaged. I realized there were several tornadoes in the city. Me and another girl went to hide in the stairwell, even though the people were saying we couldn't do that. When I was there, I called my husband. It was now my older self. I was now my older self on the phone and was plugged into a wall outlet that I could barely reach and was afraid I would get disconnected from him if I moved too far away. When I told him what was happening, he didn't seem to care and he was too busy hanging out with his friends. I was so angry, I hung up on him. A little while later, I was with him and I could see a tornado that had moved past us but still felt a little scary. We went to an amusement park, got on a roller Okay. <laughs> got on a roller coaster and then she went off and did some other things. Yeah. She's having tornado dreams, Dawn. That's a common theme. It is. Tell us what it means for Leanne. Well, if you're not in the middle of the tornado, it's you observing your inner turmoil or chaos that's mm. happening. Some people are excited by this. I used to have dreams where I would see tornadoes coming and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. Maybe I was really, I mean, I was a drama student. Maybe I liked drama. But um, you're afraid of these tornadoes. Let's go back to the dorm room. That is a temporary frame of mind when you're in a place of learning because you went back to college again. So you're learning something new and you have to use a part of your brain that you haven't used before. You don't use all the time. The girls. okay. there are these group of college girls who are conspiring against you and pranking you. This is an observation you're having about how you work against yourself. When you're trying to complete a task, there are parts of you that are not for that. And you are maybe, so to speak, like shooting yourself in the own, in your own foot or getting in your own way, mm-hmm. as people would say. And so you don't really internally trust yourself to get through times where you're learn- learning new things. And then on top of it, that causes inner turmoil okay that you're afraid of the husband is not your husband this is your subconscious mind you're dreaming about you're never dreaming about other people it's always yourself that's correct so i would say in this time of learning you're afraid that you're not connecting to your real self your inner self to get through things Mm. you're afraid that you're going to be disconnected from who you are and you don't like that but what you need to realize i think is that you're you are your own worst enemy. And this is coming from Leanne. All right. Maybe you can relate to that. Well, I think a lot of people have probably had tornado dreams in their lives. So oh, for sure. They yeah. can relate to that on some level. Then there's more about a roller coaster. And then it's really just about like the habits that you use when you feel this emotional turmoil because you're still observing the tornado yeah. and there's all this going on. So mm-hmm. that's the rest of the dream that we don't have time to get to all right so from leanne we now have and by the way listeners if you're like i want to get my dream interpreted by dawn she'll tell you how don't worry but before we do that we are going to get to a dream from jen jen says dear dawn i was laying on a mattress on the floor of a random house that was full of my extended family members cousins aunts uncles etc i was unable to walk and ask them to help me And they ignored me. I was stuck on the mattress and was getting really upset. Okay. There are things that are happening. You want to proceed. You want to move forward on a path that you have (laughs) dreamed of, so to speak. There are things that you plan on doing this year. But, Jen, 
you realize that you're having a hard time assimilating knowledge. So the knowledge that you've taken in a lot of knowledge, like let's say that you just to put it in plain terms and an example, let's say you want to start your own business. Maybe you've watched a lot of YouTube videos about, you know, doing this business, but it's not sinking in and you don't feel like you can move forward until you assimilate the knowledge Mm. because when you dream of sleeping, you're you are dreaming of assimilating because when we sleep, we sort of do all those downloads and we assimilate the knowledge that we learned that day. So this is like a um, it's a mattress. It's not a real bed. Then you've got other parts of you who you feel like aren't helping. Oh. So and you can't move. So you've paralyzed yourself into this place where you're not able to move forward until you assimilate. She's stuck. You're stuck. So I would say get up and walk on your own. Get unstuck. <laughs> That's right. Or you can't move forward on the Don path. Don just interprets the dream. you got to pay extra if yeah, you want the advice. Yeah, I don't advice. know the rest of your real life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you've given great advice to Leanne or uh, great interpretations to Leanne, Jen, and Julie. And uh, I guarantee there are other listeners out there who would like the same experience. Please tell them, Don, how yes. they can participate. Yes, you go to our website, mytalk1071.com, find our show page, Bradley and Dawn, and then you can find my email there. Put dream in the subject so I can separate it from other emails and then make it about a paragraph long. You don't have to tell me every detail um, because it's, yeah, I don't need to know every detail, just the basics of the dream, like sum it up in a paragraph. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So do it. And uh, we'll get back to your dreams on Wednesday of next week. Now, when we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, New Year's resolutions are par for the course this time of year. Hopefully you've been thinking about all the different things you want to do this year. Um, Kanye West also thinking about the things he would like to do differently (laughs) this year. Uh, One of them is to keep his wife out of pants. I'll tell you why. (laughs) When we return, right here on My Talk 107.1. This is what she said when she blocked me on Twitter. She blocked me on Twitter. Oh my, what did you say? I don't know, but that was back in the days when we were being snarky on Twitter. Has it changed? I kind of avoid Twitter now. Yeah, I do. Because it's kind of a dumpster fire. But yeah, she didn't like what I had to say. Oh, Leanne, we're so sorry. Maybe she's moved past reading random people's comments i don't know okay well the adventures of bradley and dawn right here on my talk 1071 that's what you're listening to and we have to talk about kanye who has his own i'm sorry yay who has his own issue with twitter yeah well he's uh, yeah he's got a lot of issues with with humanity i think right now but it's a story anyway the story that i wanted to bring you today involved his wife and no pants because this is just absurd. Like, I know you guys are like, why are you talking about Kanye West? Um, TMZ, <laughs> the headline, uh, Kanye West floods Instagram with Bianca pics, staying pantsless all year. And I was like, what? So I scroll down and I start to look at these photos. Mm. She got her stuff out. Not a surprise, stuff? by the way, because Bianca Sensori, Kanye's wife, allegedly, In supposedly. Quotes. Um, cause we've never seen the actual wedding certificate. He did not release his Vultures album as expected on New Year's Eve, but oh, he did give us no. a taste treat sensation instead. <laughs> 
his wife's Grand Tetons. <laughs> her state droopers. Her, as Don would call them, her state droopers. And other other media outlets blurred her bazongas out because there's some definite Nip nippleage. Slips. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because... I mean, they basically, she's got like... I don't know, dental floss covering her. Yeah, it's like the it's like smaller than a suspender. Yeah. Going over the front of her bazingas. Yeah. How many words are there for breasts in the English (laughs) language? But anyway, so then you scroll down and it's not just the boobs, and this is where we get to the pantsless in twenty twenty four. Um, he kind of like, I just love that he posted these photos of her on Instagram in various states of undress. And and moves. He just comments no pants this year. So she's just standing there totally pantsless <laughs> with like a fur muff over her Don't jubblies. Say fur muff. Well, the fur muff is a piece of clothing. Yeah. That is or okay, excuse me, a fur bandeau. Thank if you. you will. That's very classy. But she's got some huge underboob happening and then she's wearing the most likely uncomfortable thong. I would imagine that as a woman, you can tell me, but to have something hiked that far up over your hips and then that's basically cutting off circulation, everything down below. Yeah. And then he shows up in the comments, no pants this year. <sighs> what is going on? <laughs> um, what's... And then my favorite, my favorite <laughs> is the one where she's bent over in the shower <laughs> With her uh, corset, her stuff hanging out. Yeah, and the state troopers. And he goes, "Drop something?" Question mark. Because <laughs> it looks like she's looking down, like she dropped something with her boobs. <laughs> it's just yeah, so yeah. trolly and gross. It's, what is going on? His own wife. He's trolling Drop his own something. <laughs> it's. Mm, this okay. She has dark hair now, and I've realized, aside from the the mostly nudity we're seeing, she looks so much like Kim. She does look like, like Kim, and young, I'm sure part of that of Kim. that is intentional on Kanye's part oh, because yeah. we know he likes to style his ladies, and so I imagine Bianca Sensori is no different in that regard. And also, uh, this wouldn't be the first woman he's involved himself with that was compared to. In fact, we did. We used to do this whole thing where we'd be like, well, Kanye's dating another woman. Let's wait for the headlines. Cue the headlines that say mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian lookalike, because it was always a Kim Kardashian lookalike that he would be tied to. Even even Julia Fox, Julia Fox. They were like, which she Kim Kardashian look lookalike. Like. She looks zero. Not, not she at has all. no body, no face, no hair like Kim Kardashian. No. But yet, the tabloids compare them earnestly. However, Bianca definitely has a, a, a Kim Kardashian look. I will say that the, the similarity in how he is moving about the world with his chosen lady at the time is kind of disturbing. Like, this is what he does with all women. And some would argue back in the day, I mean, he was considered um, serious designer at one point invited to vogue events at you know on well he had a huge relationship with adidas i mean multi-million dollar billion dollar you know business relationship with adidas i mean people did take his 
his ideas when it came to clothing and shoes and all that stuff seriously, right? Yeah. Um, because they thought he had actual talent, uh, and that was before he decided to be anti-Semitic and racist online, but um, and a whole lot of other and things. And before that, just awful, terrible things yeah. about but, him. But um, you were making a point. My point is, I don't know if he... He's a confusing person. Aside from all of the terrible things like, you're canceled, don't even try to... He did try to apologize for his comments, which it's like too late. That's my thoughts on it. But it's confusing because someone who's so interested in having a model to perform what he thinks is another form of his art, dressing her... Is he really into fashion or is he just really into controlling women? Yeah, I think he I think if you mm, he I has an obsession with this. Yeah, I've always thought he seems like the kind of person that sees himself as a certain archetype, meaning he is a creator. He's an evil genius. He needs to have a muse mm-hmm. in this sort of like very 19th, early 20th century way, like. I am so brilliant, the world can't handle me, and I must have a, you know, a muse to express my genius visions through. And I do think it's easy to sort of fall into the trap of, like, she's just a victim. But I do find myself being more interested in what's going on in her mind than what's going on in his mind. Because I think for him it's kind of just obvious, like, he's on an ego trip, and he thinks that, like, he literally is the second coming or like he has like a mm-hmm. God complex in yeah, some absolutely. way. Right. Which seems far more predictable, but like what's her story? Because I don't think it's as simple as like, she's just a really weak woman who's getting no. controlled by his evil ways. That just seems very like, you know, like if the lady used to get tied up on the train tracks and the guy with the evil mustache, you'd be like, Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, a damsel in distress. Yeah. I don't think she's, I don't think it's that easy. I'm far more curious about what's going on in her brain. It seems like she's either annoyed or bored in these photos. I know. Well, yeah, but that's probably because he's like, look like you're annoyed and bored. Yeah, he <laughs> loves his women looking annoyed and bored and looking for phones and naked. Um, and just drooping. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I, the only thing we know is what Kim has said and what Julia Fox has said about their, you know, him controlling what they wear and dress, their thoughts and feelings and opinions on it. Julia wrote about it in her book. Mm -hmm. Um, That relationship was, by the way, only three weeks. Yeah. This woman has been, quote unquote, married to him for over a year now. Yeah. I think. So I would love to know what she thinks, but we don't get to hear what she thinks because no, someday she'll write a book. I her think, he just is using. It just seems like he's just using her body to but is express it, himself is, to the world. Yes, that's why I'm saying it's so predictable. Like what's going on in his mind? I just wonder if she is rationalizing that, or if she's got some grandiose game plan, or she's getting you know like there's some grand plan she had that she's getting met. I just feel like she has more agency than tabloids would have you believe. Because they're all fascinated with, you know, the just really boring and obvious things that are coming out of Kanye's mouth. That's as far correct. as I'm concerned. Oh, look, a man hypersexualizing a woman for his own personal gain. Am I supposed to be drawn to that? Not really. Yeah. I'm drawn to her who's like, I want to see how many ways I can show my nipples to the people of Italy. <laughs> 
because she spent the better part of the summer in Italy wearing the most cockamamie outfits. They didn't even as people would just look at her like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, and it's different whenever Julia Fox is walking around New York or L.A. in these outfits. That was very well in random. LA. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, what are you doing?" Yeah, I mean, she does that now anyway on her own. So, but I don't. I I am curious about her too. Just she is a grown woman, and she has you know. She she's participating, you know, yeah. from what we know. Yeah, but, I don't yeah. think she's like a prisoner. You know, there's all these like, uh, I mean, certainly that would make a great Lifetime movie special, but I don't think it's probably that Or is she just simple. like, I'll get my attention when I can here? Could you know? be. Well, that story is not completely been told. And if it is, we will share it with you here on the Adventures of Bradley. But no and pants in 2024. But no pants. Bianca. You know that ain't happening in Minnesota. Mm-mm. Come to Minneapolis and then talk Nobody's to me. Nobody's doing no pants this year, <laughs> ever. When we come back, Dawn went to a haunted hotel, and she'll tell us about it when we come back.